Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Behind the Game with PJ. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Priscilla Joseph. Welcome in to Ticket Weeknights Behind the Game with PJ. What's a happening? Little, a little early. A little, little early. Just a day early. Just a day and a couple hours early. <laughs> Welcome in. I'm Rico, joined by our our most esteemed host. You are the host. I'm I'm just here. Priscilla Joseph. The one and only. You're not just here. The one and only. It's a Priscilla tag Joseph. Team. Tag team. Join us, Sarter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You can see our beautiful face. You can see what we're drinking <laughs> yes. today. Oh we're gosh. drinking something that a lot of people wanted us to drink last time. Yes. But we're going to do it today because we're Bread special like that. And butter from Napa, California. Let's see what the label says. Classic California Chardonnay with hints of wrench. Rich, oh, not bench. <laughs> Rich <laughs> vanilla, toasted oak, and cream. Enjoyed chill. We, I didn't chill it, it's so fine. I apologize. But let's have a little sip, sip, sip. Sip. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, madam. To our early night. Um, that's pretty good. It'd be better chilled. It totally would be. To- it would make such a difference. It'd be much better chilled. But it's not bad. It's doable. Not chilled. I could drink it. But, like, chilled would be... I don't think I want to drink the rest of the wine <laughs> so I can go have it chilled. <laughs> hit, us, hit us up on on Twitter, at Miss Joe Saga, at Radio Rico AC. Send us a picture of what you're drinking tonight. Tell us what you're sipping on tonight. Or hit us up, Hunt of League and a Hotline, Sarger Heyman, text line 402-464-5685. You can send us what you're drinking on there. You can call in, let us know. Uh, tonight, going to be a little different than the previous nights. Yes. A little little different topic, a little different uh, vibe and feeling around this said topic. Yes. So, Priscilla, I will let you take it away. All right. Well, this has just been like a thing that I've been pulled like I don't like just strings pulling at me left and right from all sorts of direction and I really just I feel like let's talk about it let's see what Mr. Rico thinks about it and let's just let's it's it's a topic that needs to be talked about more often without it being like a thing but right now it's a thing yeah. So unfortunately, it's a thing. Unfortunately, and, and it's I very was, taboo. It's something that when somebody starts talking about it, there are many people who will, you know, 
jump back into the darkness. They'll they'll slunk back and they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to believe that it's it's out there or or something that needs to be discussed because they're like, well, I'm fine. It's not happening to me or anybody that I care about. But I mean, it could be. Yes. So I'm going to try to stay in the realm of sports life, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, As an athlete, what we're going to talk about is mental health. Now, it's something that it's really near dear to my heart because I'm an advocate that people should um, take it seriously. Just like uh, it's something that, you know, like I go and work out. I do that every day for my mental health because Mm -hmm. I want to take care of my mental health. And I, I think it's for many, many years, it's been kind of just looked past on. But. Everything in the sports realm has changed drastically, especially yeah. within like the last year or so. Um, that changes in the athletic departments need to be changed or adjusted mm-hmm. or um, progressed is probably the best word because we're at a point where, you know, athletic programs make progression and we don't want to say that they're you know they're not taking initiative but i want to say that we're taking progression into acknowledging that mental health is something serious Mm -hmm. um and i'm not saying like here in college but i'm saying like even in the high school level because that's essentially where it starts i think high school is probably one of the hardest um times in teenage adult life Right. Because it's it's rough. It is. You're you're still trying to figure out who you are. You're becoming more of a man, more of a woman. Uh, You're 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 going through if you're you know, we're sticking at the sports realm. You're if you're really good, you're you're trying to get your name out there. You're trying to improve yourself so that you can get a scholarship to somewhere so that you can go to college and not have to worry about paying your way through. If if you know you're not that great, you're trying to get better. You're pushing yourself every day to, to improve in that craft. You also on have to focus of, on school. On top of everybody is watching you, right? Yes, With it's a lot media. of pressure. Social media. When, when I was coming up and as an athlete, I, we didn't have social media like this. So it wasn't like anything I posted. It was like out there forever. Mm-hmm. And nobody like, I can't even imagine like the stuff that I did as a high school. And I wasn't even bad though. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't a bad kid. When, I didn't do anything crazy, but it's like, I mean, when I was in high school, like social media was, was, was a big thing. But when I was in high school, Snapchat wasn't a thing. Uh, Twitter was, was becoming more of a thing, but it still wasn't the thing. You know, MySpace had just died. MySpace was just gone. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Just a, just a small, just a small bit. Like Facebook was the thing, but it was becoming, ah, this is kind of for old people type type deal going on there. And like I said, Twitter was on its way up, but it wasn't what it is today. Instagram wasn't this Instagram. I don't even know. I didn't have Instagram back then. I don't even know what Instagram was back then. So when I was in high school, social media was more of a thing, but it wasn't to this kind of level. There was no, there was no. You can make a living now. Yeah. Huddle, huddle was new when I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. Okay. Like huddle was becoming a thing. Like yeah. we got huddle my junior year, I think, or my sophomore year of high school. Yeah, that was. Well, okay, we're not gonna like it's, we're it's not a little bit. Okay. It's a little. This is a yes. little bit. Okay, so here's the thing. I've been very 
aware and just on my social media, it's just like mental health. And obviously, because that's something that I'm like, I talk about, I tweet about, I put on my social media, on my Instagram or whatever, because I mean, a couple, what, weeks ago, it was something that I was, and I'm not even, like, I'm not an athlete. I mean, I will always be an athlete. Let's just get it straight, because I will always be an athlete. But I'm not in the athletic college world where it's just like, you have to be mentally healthy to continue living, to perform, to have a life. I mean, you have to wake up, do workouts, you have to go to school, you have to be a teammate. Like, it's just, it's another part of life Mm -hmm. that you have to train and acknowledge right like we want to eat good to be healthy we want to train to make sure our bodies are healthy and now we have to actually take care of our minds Mm -hmm. and it's really essentially i believe that it's it comes down to like the fact that everyone is watching your every mood move and mood really yeah Yeah. (laughs) and mood um because of social media and it's like and if you're not on social media people look at you like wait what? why aren't you why right. what, what are you hiding yeah and with the like like you said they're watching your every move in your mood with all these athletic events with all of these cameras everywhere you can't you can't hide anymore no. if you're if you have a breakdown if you have a, a temper tantrum on the sideline on the bench whatever people are going to see that it's yeah. going to be it's going to be posted people are going to tag you yeah people are going to tag you it's going to be a joke for a while like yeah. if you are legitimately having like a meltdown yeah. people are going to make jokes about it because they're going to see it on there the sideline so and it's and it'll be completely out of context yeah. nobody'll know what is happening what happened before that and even if they do know people are going to forget what happened before that what happened after that that moment what right there yes. is all that they care about and yes. it's going to turn into a joke and it's going to get to you at some point like it'll get back around to you at some point somebody's gonna tag you and they're like dude look at this like this was you you know three weeks ago in this game like what was going on here or if you're sitting on the bench and but and some you're people just... aren't even gonna ask that they're no. gonna be like like what what was your deal like yeah. it, it's not even like are you okay like what there's like dude you know, what are you doing yeah it's not even like hey are you okay there is there a reason why you did that mm-hmm. or they're just like, bro. Did you forget everybody's mm-hmm. watching? Like, like they don't. They don't care. They just see that. Like, there's there's infants, in, infants instances where a player will be sitting at the end of the bench or sitting away from their teammates, and it'll maybe it'll be for like a split second. Like maybe they didn't get up at the same time that everybody else got up yeah. to go look at the whiteboard or go join the coaches. Yep. But people see that. They'll screenshot that and they'll be like, look, this person isn't a part of their team. Obviously, they hate everybody and everybody hates them because yeah. they're sitting alone. Yeah. And that's going to dig into you. And you're going to be like, I don't, I love my teammates. My teammates love me. But then in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, do they, do they not like me? Yeah. Like, wait a minute. I was sitting there by myself. And maybe then you forget what happened after that. Maybe you forget that you got up immediately after that picture was taken and you went and joined them. Yeah. So it's the mental health aspect of things and social media kind of are going hand in hand where you can, you can be close to that, you know, you're a mentally healthy person, but maybe there's a couple issues here or there. And social media is a is a great way to either bring you up or tear you down. Yeah. So I want to ask our listeners, Twitter, hey, ask us your questions. What what would you ask as far as the progression that either universities should take, you know, going forward, or even high schools? I mean, I think people now are like questioning everything. Mm-hmm. And as we should, because we're the ones living, you know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know who decides that this is what we got to do and all that stuff. But I think just as much as athletes need to get up and work out for an hour or however long they go out, usually we would do an hour. I think at least there should be a 30 minute training session for each one of them throughout the day in somewhere in between their schedule, they should go and do some mental training. And when I say I want to, I'm going to change the the wording Mm -hmm. to make people comfortable and say it's mental training, but it's really speaking with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say the word that everyone fears and hates because then everyone's like, there's this, there's a stigma around the word psychology. Yes, there is. Right. And, Forgive me because I'm a psych major and it's just something that people just don't want to accept or even just like acknowledge. If somebody says they're seeing a psychologist, everybody assumes you're crazy. That's all. That's all it is. Nobody, yeah. nobody cares. As soon as they hear the word psych, I'm seeing a sports psychologist. I'm seeing, you know, uh, I, I don't know what other just like I'm just seeing a psychologist for for this one thing in my life that is a little messed up. People are like, oh, you're crazy. You must yeah. you must like, be schizophrenic. Or you don't have anybody or, to talk to. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, you that. can it's, talk. You could talk yeah. to me. Be like, I know I can. Yeah. But it's different. Right. I need somebody with like no agenda. No, no one that's going to veer me to where they want me to. I need a person that's just like, look, I don't know you. You know, but I know you, and this is probably the best situation for you. Mm-hmm. Or here are your options, right? Here's option, healthy option, unhealthy mm-hmm. option, whatever. It's it gonna is. help you figure out yes. why you're feeling the way you are. But I, I I'm gonna say, so I, you know, I, I can't, you know, what, I'm not going to because it's something that I'm, okay. at, like I'm building in my head, and I, I really think that the sports world should be that will eventually go that way. But I think now more than anything, especially male athletes, because even just in the world, it's hard for males to talk about anything. And I've been lucky enough to be in this football world for so many years. And it's still like you can just see I I can. I'm a very uh, vibey type person. So Mm -hmm. I can feel even the slightest little like. And I'll tell Mickey, I'm like, hey, um, can you check on, you know, like, and I'll go <laughs> literally go drop off cookies or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, there's something with this kid. Like, just, hey, hey, how are you doing? You know, like, everything okay? And then, like, later, sometimes it's nothing. And sometimes it's like, hey, like. I needed that. Yeah. Like, the kid's like, hey, thanks. I Thanks for checking on me. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty good because I'll, you know, hey, make sure to still check on them. I know you're there, you're athletes. And, you know. But I think as it's another thing as a coach that now they're taking on to Mm. still be aware that, okay, he may be physically healthy, you know, but is he mentally healthy, you know? That's important. Yeah. I think it's very important. I mean, that's something that. How do you think we can fix the whole mental stigma in athletics? You just have to talk about it. That's that's all there is to like. There's no like there's to, no quick to, fix. To you, you just like to who like to to a specific the, like psychologist. Right. Well, right now, like the the well to fix the stigma around it, you just need more people talking about it. Like yeah. Kevin Love, mm-hmm. he he came out and he said, you know, he's been dealing with 
mental health issues. He sees like psychologists however many times. And, and, you know, at first people were like, Oh, why are you doing that? Like you're in the NBA, you have all this money. Like what's wrong in your life? Why would you feel this way? And he kind of went into throw that money. Like, yeah. like money solves problems. No yeah. money creates <laughs> problems. He kind of went into like, you know, what was bothering him and, and stuff like that. Like he, he opened up to just, just strangers that were just questioning him because of him saying that he needed help. He opened up and he was like, look, this is why. Yeah. Like, I, I feel this way because of this, 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 and this. And people started getting more on board with that. And he, you know, I think he has, like, a foundation for something like that. And then there were more NFL players that came out and they're like, look, I've been I've been seeing a psychologist for this song, and I got to get my mentals right, and I got to figure this out, I got to figure that out. And then, you know, Ben Simmons right now going through what he's going through. People make jokes about it, but at the same time, like, look, if you're not, if you're not mentally healthy, like, you can't it's, – it's hard to perform if your mind isn't right. Yes. Because you could end up doing more damage to yourself than good whatever you're doing. Right. Like, he says he has a back injury, and he says that the stress and the pressure of coming back and helping his team come back from a 3-0 deficit. Well, he's, like, he's getting pressure injured from his, his like, team, yeah. from his coach, from his family. Like, he's his he, – I'm, pro- I'm sure he's a breadwinner in his yeah. family. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so he, it's not just he has pressure. He has pressure from – every direction when he leaves his house when he wakes up in the morning his pressure from his whether it's like even if she is very supportive it's still the pressure like all right how can i help you but there's still that pressure Mm -hmm. initiated towards him right when he leaves the house or like when he sees his kids like there's pressure how am i going to take care of my kids when he leaves the house from the fans like hey we need you we need Mm -hmm. you there's so much pressure for athletes. And there's that thing where if I come back and I hurt myself worse, then, then what? Then who's checking on me? Then what? Yeah. And I think COVID really opened more people's eyes to this because the lack of human interaction for many people yeah. just just took a toll on a lot of people because you couldn't, you know, as a student athlete, you weren't really able to leave and go see anybody because if you got COVID, you put that on the rest of your team. Mm-hmm. You're screwed. Like you can't play games. You can't. You can't practice. You can't do anything. And then you know you come back. However many weeks later into the season, everybody's out of shape, and it's just it's just not a good deal. So everybody was staying in their rooms, and they were seeing their roommate, and they were seeing their teammates for however long they could. Yeah. But it was, it's it's that lack of human interaction that really got people thinking like, oh, this is really important. Yeah. Like. You're an athlete. You're just stuck in this one area, and then you go to this other area. But then you have to go right back to this. Like you can't go anywhere. You can't interact with anybody outside of the people that you've been interacting with for months on end. Right. You get tired of people after a while. Amen. Because I, <laughs> it doesn't take long for me to. <laughs> you need new people. You need yes. new people to talk to. Totally. You need new people to see, and it's just, I don't know. Like it, it really opened people's eyes to the fact that. Human interaction cut, and mental health cut, is really like, important. Stay at like, home mom some slack because we're <laughs> interacting with toddlers, man. We're with children. You're just like, talking to children all day. All day. Like, no adult. No, you're not talking to any adults. I mean, there was a time in my stay at home, like mom. I mean, I'm still a stay at home mom, but like, where I would tell Mickey, like, Brett, you get to leave every single day and interact with, whether it's the same people every day, but it's multitude, like multitude of people. Mm-hmm. It's not five or three or two like i do every day it's like 20 hundreds 
all the players, like it's, you get to interact with people and I am interacting with two people. Now we're in a new place and I am only interacting with my children because I don't, I don't have a, you know, I don't have a circle yet. Yeah. So it's just like, it, it, it takes a toll on you. So I don't know. Do we need to take a break? No, we're good. We oh, keep okay. Going. But it's just, I don't know. Like, I think, I love that people are talking about it. But here's my thing. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think action will take place until maybe, unfortunately, and I hope it never happens, but a superstar. Like, yeah, whether it's in college or a professional, in, in ranks. A professional where they something happens you know and it happens right where it's going to be like then it's going to trickle down into professional teams to college um you know colleges and then high schools mm-hmm. and then that's when they're going to start taking action because mm-hmm. you've seen them taking it more seriously with everything that's been going on i mean you've had three three prominent female collegiate athletes who unfortunately took their lives in the last two three months yes and there have been more talk about it and 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 more you know emphasis on mental health and what what colleges need to do what teams need to do what what teammates need to do and 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 you know if you see something or if you notice something like not only to talk to them but there's a bunch of numbers out there (coughs) that you can call and, and and try to get that person some help but I mean, sometimes it's too little, too late, and sometimes you don't you don't notice anything. I mean, right. with 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 the uh, softball player who unfortunately took her life yesterday or two days ago, mm-hmm. one of her teammates was saying, "I was with her the day before. Yeah. We were laughing and joking and and talking about the upcoming season or or what was going on this season, and and I had no idea. Yeah. That's her teammate. She's with her almost every day. Exactly. It's yeah. it's just it's hard. Yeah, and I think it's essentially it's just hard to talk about like when you're when you're in a a dark space when you are not mentally healthy it's hard to talk about it right because you're like i mean what i've been there i've been there where it's just been like why am i complaining like i'm i have a good life Mm -hmm. i have amazing children like what am i complaining about what what am i you know and it's just like if I tell somebody what what could they, their reaction possibly like, seriously like, and and that's the uh, the ultimate like betrayal right like you're like if I talk to this person what could their you know what I mean? like, they, you're just like analyzing who can I talk to yeah. and then you like will they keep it between us will they tell somebody else like will yes. they I don't will want they will they a big deal yeah but will they a, but feel, it is a big deal will they feel bad for me will will they Will they try to fix me? Like, cause, cause a lot of times you don't want you don't want to be fixed. No, you just you want don't. somebody to talk to. You want to talk about it. Maybe you talk yourself into into something. Maybe you talk yes. yourself out of something. But you don't want somebody to just try to fix you. Like, legitimately, like this is what you need to do. This yeah. is what you know. You don't want that. You just want somebody to talk to and vent. And maybe they they ask you some questions, but you don't want anybody to tell you, hey. This is what you got to do to yes. feel better. You don't want somebody 1, saying, look, look, if you feel down, go outside in the sun and realize, look, you're still here. Just 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 have a good day. Like, that's yeah. not going to help. No. And I under like if you want to help your friends, I understand if you're trying to help your friends. But at the same time, sometimes that's just sitting, helping. sometimes just sitting and listening is the best thing you can yes. do. And not even asking anything, just. 
keeping the conversation going so that they get more and more and more out where at the end of the conversation they're like oh man i needed that mm -hmm. i said just get that just, all get it all you off your chest me just get it out without any opinion without any judgment without anything mm -hmm. but yeah we 402-464-5685 or to the Hunt of Lincoln hotline. Bill is on the line. Bill, what's up? You're on Behind the Game with PJ. Hey, uh, how you guys doing tonight? Good, how are doing you? Good. good. Hey, uh, Priscilla, hey, uh, welcome to Nebraska. I hope you're uh, enjoying yourself so far. I uh, hope everything is everybody's treating you well. Everyone has been amazing. My eyes on the other hand have not. Rico's giving me a hard time because I say it's windy because my eyes are burning and he said it's not windy. I know you guys will agree yeah. with him. At least not today. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing Priscilla, great. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I, I don't. This is the first time in a month I've actually agreed with anything Rico said. So. <laughs> you didn't agree with him last week, did you? Nobody agrees with me anywhere. Well, no, we, we got we actually got into it yesterday on the whole uh, um, uh, Scott Frost uh, inter touchdown interception ratio. So. Oh, yeah, it was the, oh, yeah, no, it was uh, the Eric Crouch Heisman. Or Eric Crouch, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but anyway, I I, I coach uh, my son's uh, football team. Uh, we're talking little guys under ten under ten team, and you, I'm I was amazed to see, and I'm glad we're talking about this. But I was amazed to see how fragile even those 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 you know eight and nine year olds are, uh, and, and I don't know if necessarily want to call it ego, um, but there's there, there there's a fragility there that's just I wasn't expecting to see at that age, and some of these kids get very emotionally upset when when some of the stuff doesn't go the way they think it should, um, and and. I don't know if it's necessarily starting at that age and manifesting forward because some of these kids are super talented. Oh yeah, super yes. super. I mean, you can you can tell at seven eight years old that some of these kids are just massively talented, and they seem to be the ones that, that might be a little bit more, you know, more. I'm use the word fragile here, but is that stemming from you know being the best kid on the on the at, at recess and then coming and playing an organized sport? where there's more kids that are t as talented as they are? And is this a starting point uh, to where we need to be looking at the emotional issues at the, you know, before you get into high school, as you guys were talking about earlier, uh, to have these kids a little bit more prepared for uh, what's, gonna, what's coming ahead once they get into their uh, mid and late teens? I personally think Thank that, you, Bill. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I personally think... Um, it starts sooner than 10 year olds. Actually, I think my daughter's seven and I have to be, this is also, we have to, you guys have to take the initiative that I am a psych major. I think, um, everything that, that I do in my <laughs> life is very psych oriented. Like I analyze people. I'm very analytic with the people that I meet. Like I, like I analyze people as I meet them. Mm -hmm. um, and I also vibe, like I just, I'm a very Aurora. Uh, aura. Aura, sorry. There you aurora, go. Uh, aura. Shout out Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> aura type person. So, um, but yes, I think actually it starts sooner. Because, not that these kids are a lot more mature, but I think that parents, um, we as parents put the pressure on our children to mm -hmm. be like, grow up, right? Like, 
stop being a baby. Stop whining. You're a big kid. Yeah, like stop whining, right? Yeah. And then they think like, oh, okay, well, I got to oh, be like gotta, an adult. Yeah. Okay, so so they take that like mindset where it's like, okay, well, I can't complain or I can't share this because my kids or my mom or my dad are like, well, you can't whine about it. But that is their developmental stage. Mm-hmm. In their brain. Like, that's just... That's how they get there. Yeah, that's how they're going to, you know. So we, as parents, have to do better, speaking for myself, that we're not telling them, like, why are we whining, Mm -hmm. right? Or instead of saying that, I mean, we need to be... Explain to me. Share share your feelings with me Mm -hmm. so I can understand you better, right? Yeah. Which gives us the platform to, like, lay it all out there, baby. Tell me how you Go feel. Ahead. Yeah. Let, let me know what's going on. Let yes. me know why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Yes. And something that Bill said is, is something that I agree with is the pressure on some of these eight, nine-year-olds might come from, you know, they're out there playing recess. They're fast than everybody. <laughs> yeah. They're big than everybody. They're stronger than everybody. They play, they're playing little games and they're, they're just so much better than everybody. They get to an organized game and they realize, oh, there's other kids oh I'm not the best. <laughs> yeah. Like, like these people are just as good as me mm-hmm. or there's people that are better than me. Like, Oh, oh, snap. Like, this is a problem. Or some of these kids, you know, I, I, I don't, I can't speak from any experience, but some of these, some parents might say, you know, when they realize their kid is really good at a sport, they're like, they tell them, oh, you're really good. Like, you're so good at this. Like, you're going to be so good. This is going to take you so far. And they get out there and maybe something doesn't go according to the script, as Bill said. And they're like, oh no, like my mom, my dad told me that I was good at this. I'm not, I'm not doing really well right now. Like, like what is what is wrong with me what is going on and that's just a lot of pressure to, i'm not saying not to tell your kids like hey you're gonna be great at this i'm not saying that go ahead no, tell, manifest your kids, it, baby. tell your kids that manifest all the time it. but you also gotta you also gotta let your kids know like hey not everything is going to go perfect right. things will go wrong and it's 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 our job not just not just the kid our as a parent and a kid our job to figure out a way to get through this right. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna push you to do this we are going to work together. We're going to figure out a way to make this better, to get you better, mm-hmm. so that maybe these slumps don't last as long. Or maybe we, we do other things. Maybe if we're in a hitting slump, we're talking baseball. If we're in a hitting slump, our glove is still great. Yeah. Or or we're still talking to our teammates. We're still hyping up our teammates. We're keeping the, the positive energy going. Yeah. So just because one thing isn't working, you have so many other things you can fall back on. Yeah. So don't just put all the pressure onto one single thing. 1000 but funny thing though okay because i'm an athlete mickey's an athlete so i'm like every every conversation that we've had with the oldest right she's seven the little one still doesn't know yet mm-hmm. but it's like baby, no 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 like get up you're an athlete right like that's both of our response right because mm-hmm. mommy's an athlete daddy's an athlete no get up like you're an athlete you know and stuff like that so it's when, and the reason why I say that is because um, Bill and mentioned like at what age, you know what I mean? Like at 10, they're already like, man, you know, being so hard on themselves. But listen, I have a seven year old that when we, we just got here to Lincoln. Right. And she, I, I put her in volleyball and then like, I think a week or two, a week later she started soccer. So we went from volleyball from one volleyball game straight to another and we're going, like, we, we left one and we were in the car and she's like, mommy, I love this. She goes, this is what it means to be an athlete, huh? And I'm like, that's <laughs> right, baby. This this is it, right? And she's like, yeah, because you're an athlete and daddy's an athlete, so I have to be an athlete. And I'm like, 
like everything in me was like that's right that's i don't know what else you can be right like heck yeah like, i'm yes. so proud and of you I was like yes but i mean you can still be whatever else you want you to don't be. have <laughs> to be right but it's like that's how much they listen Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how much they in co- the comprehension at their age. They pick up on everything. Everything. She's like, oh no, no, no! Like I'm, I'm meant to be an athlete. And I'm like, damn it! Like, and it like so it just take like going back to psych. Like I'm just like, dang it! I shouldn't have like just kept telling her like, you're an athlete, you're an athlete, you're an athlete. Because now she's like, that's all I can be is that's an athlete. me, right? And I'm like, no, you can if you want to go do piano lessons, baby. You can if you all want, right. you know, like. You but can I be think, a pianist. Like, sometimes it's like she's doesn't want to offend me mm. you know and yeah. there's some sports that i i'm not there she's not allowed to touch you know that's because i'm a mean mom <laughs> forgive me <laughs> I, I i will take it up with jesus um but <laughs> listen yeah she will tell me so athletes don't really do that right and i'm like mm, no not really you know <laughs> but i ha- you know and it's just crazy because you like I'm very, I overanalyze things as a parent mm-hmm. um, because I know how crucial adolescence is. And I'm like, my child's not going to like s- recover in adulthood. Yeah. I'm sure she's going to have to recover from some <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, oh, I know for a fact she will. But... So tell me about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to be here oh, for a you couple weeks. T- you want to tell you about my mom? Oh, you have to give me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just on that. But we're going to get to a break. When we come back, probably keep hitting on the same. Yes. All right. You're listening to Behind the Game with PJ on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.